Welcome back to the Corona Chronicles. Uh, we started looking at chapter 15 of Revelation yesterday and uh, we're going to pick up the story now and finish the chapter and look at verses 5 to 8. 5 to 8. After this I looked and I saw in heaven the temple, that is the tabernacle of the covenant law, and it was opened. Out of the temple came the seven angels with the seven plagues. They were dressed in clean, shining linen and wore golden sashes around their chests. Then one of the four living creatures gave to the seven angels seven bowls filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power. And no one could enter the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were completed. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's after this, so in one sense it's a new section. Um, because I mean, Revelation isn't chronological, it's, it's jumping us about, hasn't it? And so we've, we've seen something of the wrath of God, and now we're sort of coming now to, to, to look again at, at God and his temple. And I guess this whole passage is showing us that you don't mess with God, and he's not a little God. Um, so the one that they were singing about at the end of our last section this is the God, yeah, isn't it? He's 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 in his temple. It's pictures of holiness and purity, yeah. and you can't just wander into his presence because you will die mm-hmm. because he's holy and pure, and that's the God that we're talking about, isn't yeah. It? Which is very different, isn't it, from a lot of people's idea of God, you know? Yes, and and people will often say, you know, because. I mean, there, there are some people who are very happy to say, I do not believe in God. Mm. But there are lots of people who, who, want, who don't want to go that far, who say that they do believe in a God or a higher power, um, but that they want to be able to define him on their own terms. Uh, or really, they want to look inside and think what they think is good and yeah. then project that onto a sort of spirit form of yeah. themselves, really. Yeah. Um, but, but I think if we're thinking sensibly... You know, if we're going to acknowledge there's a God, well, surely he's going to be greater, more powerful than we are. And we've got to let him define himself. Yeah. You know, and that, that's what Revelation is constantly doing. And, um, you know, it's not chronological Revelation. So we're not moving really in that kind of way. And there's a sense in which we are still caught up in the storm of judgment from chapters, chapter 14. Um, and I was thinking about it like the eye of a storm, which you get in uh, in hurricanes and tornadoes, perhaps, where where the storm comes and it batters the coastline. But then for a moment in the middle, there's like a sea of calm, yeah. perfect calm. And, you know, the people of God are there in this mm. illustration. But then that moves again and you get the back end of the storm. Mm. And that's kind of that's kind of where we are here. Um, and the temple language is being used. And it, it, it's amazing, it, the temple language, because when, when God redeemed his people from Egypt, uh, the great promise was that he would come and dwell with them and that he would live among him. That, that really was the climax of the Exodus story, that God would be with his people. But you get to the end of Exodus and Moses can't go in because no. the glory of the Lord is there. The temple is filled with smoke. Um, it's a holy place. This isn't just like... Santa Claus has come to live with you. You know, this is the God of the ages, the, the holy God, and you can't muck about. And if you do, judgment's coming. Mm. You know, that's the... and, and, you know, rightly so, because yeah. uh, that's, that's I, what idolatry is. Mm. It's, it's making up a, a, an idea of God and not allow. I mean, how would, 
we wouldn't like it, would we? If if I misrepresent you and say, well, you know, I think Tom is, uh, and then I yeah. make up what you are. Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's it's absurd, and and actually, uh, it's what the Bible would call blasphemous, isn't it? So we have to allow him to be who he is, and he is an awesome God. Now, of course, he reveals himself as Father. He is a God of love, and you know, of course. Mm. But we mustn't water that down to say, okay, then he doesn't really care about what I do and what I don't do. Mm. You know, I don't think God would judge anyone. Mm. Yes, he will. Mm. And he has to because it is who he is, the pure one. Mm. And that's, I, I think that's what yeah, we're seeing. It is. And, and you have this all the way throughout the Bible that we, we can't, I think often we think that God, as I say, will just be a slightly better version of ourselves. Yeah. And that when we come to meet him, we'll just be able to casually wander into his presence. Yeah. Like, hey, dudes, you know, how, you know, how are you? But, I mean, that, you know, is just so far from the Bible's description of, of, of meeting God. So you, you think about when Isaiah meets God in Isaiah yeah. chapter 6. You know, it's this language. Yeah. He sees the Lord high and exalted, seated yeah. on his throne, and the temple was filled with smoke. Yeah. And the threshold, uh, you know, the thresholds and the pillars yeah, are see, shaking. And, and even though he's a prophet, he sees who he is. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I'm a, an unclean man, yeah. you know, living in the land of unclean people and unclean lips and that sort of stuff. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, and he knows if atonement isn't provided, he's going to be riddled with plagues. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the, yeah. And then, of course, you, you have got what you've got here is that this God has a plan. And uh, he is uh, waging war with impurity. He is going to cleanse, as we saw at the end of chapter chapter mm. fourteen. Mm. He's going to bring justice. He's mm. going to bring judgment. And and we we have so we're never going to find heaven on earth. No. Yeah, because because God has got to bring. He's going to complete his work, uh, and and uh, judgment is going to come and. And, and heaven yeah. and the new yeah. the new earth is happening. Those things happen together, don't they? Yeah. So when people are saying, you know, I'm trying to find heaven on earth. I'm I'm, I'm putting all my, uh, you know, energy in trying to make my own heaven on earth. Mm. It's a disaster mm. because that has got to come to an end mm. for this God's plan to be put into mm. action of a new heaven and a new earth. Mm. Okay, we'll finish that.